This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or for how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Polls by Gerard Manley Hopkins. Read by Linda Liu. Part 5b. Editor's Notes to Poems 35-39. through 39. Poem 35. Rimblesdale. Stonyhurst, 1882. Autograph in capital A. Text from later autograph in capital B. Which adds, quote, Companion to number 10. Unquote. Open parentheses equals 16 close parentheses there's a third autograph in d june 83 with different punctuation which gives a comma between to and with in line three the dash after man is from capital a and d both of which quote Nam expectatio crasturai, etc. From Romans, chapter 8, verse 19. In the letter to R.W.D., he writes, quote, Louched is a coinage of mine, and is to mean much the same as slouched, slouching, and I mean throng for an adjective as we use it in Lancashire. Unquote. But Louch has ample authority. See the quote, English Dialect Dictionary. Unquote. Poem 36 The Leaden Echo and the Golden Echo. Stonyhurst, October 13th, 82. Autograph in capital A. Copy of this with autograph corrections dated Hampstead, 81. Sec. In capital B. Text takes all capital B's corrections, but respects punctuation of capital A, except that I've added the comma after God in last line of page 56. For the drama of Winifred, see among posthumous fragments, number 58. In November 1882, he wrote to me, quote, I'm somewhat dismayed about that piece, and I've laid it aside for a while. I cannot satisfy myself about the first line. You must know that words like charm and enchantment will not do. The thought is of beauty as of something that can be physically kept and lost, and by physical things only, like keys. Then the things must come from the mundus muliembris, and thirdly, they must not be markedly old-fashioned. You will see that this limits the choice of words very much indeed. However, I shall make some changes. Back is not pretty, but it gives that feeling of physical constraint which I want. Unquote. And in October 86, to R.W.D., I never did anything more musical. Unquote. Poem 37 Mary, Mother of Divine Grace, compared to the air we breathe. Stonyhurst, May 83 autograph in capital A, text entitled from later autograph in capital B, taken by Dean Beeching into, quote, a book of Christmas verse, unquote, 1895, and thence, incorrectly, by Orby Shipley in, quote, 
Carmina Mariana, unquote. Stated in the letter to R.W.D., June 25th, 83, to have been written to, quote, hang up among the first compositions in the tongues. I did a piece in the same meter as blue in the mists all day, unquote. Note Chaucer's account of the physical properties of the air. Quote, House of Fame. Unquote. Book 2, line 256. Sequence. Poem 38. To what serves mortal beauty? Common rhythm highly stressed. Sonnet. August 23rd, 85. Autograph in capital A. Another autograph in capital B with a few variants from which capital A was chosen. The deletion of alternatives incomplete. Thirdly, a copy sent to RWD, apparently later than capital A, but with errors of copy. The text given is guided by this version in D, and needs in line 9 is substituted there for the wants in capital A and capital B probably because of once in line six. Original drafts exist in H on same page with thirty-nine and forty. The following is a signature at the state. Picture in handwriting. Your affectionate illegible word Jard M. Hopkins May twenty ninth, eighteen eighty five. Poem thirty nine Soldier. Klongauer, August 1885. Autograph in H, with a few corrections which I have taken for lines 6 and 7, of which the first draft runs. It fancies, it deems, dears the artist after his art, so fiends it finds as, etc. The manuscript marks a Cicero place in ten of the lines. In line 2, between both and these stands a one line three at the full stop stands a one line six fancies fiends deems take three stresses stands a one line eleven after man in line seven i have added a comma at smart in stanza one, line ten, I have substituted handle for reeve of manuscript. See note on reeve in editor's notes and author's preface. And in stanza one, line thirteen, have hyphened God made flesh. No title in manuscript. End of part five b. This recording is in the public domain.